Hello, my name is David Coletta, and I'm the senior leader at Mission Community Church. Before you begin watching the Sermon of the Week, allow me to pray that you might encounter God right there where you are. Father, I ask that your spirit will be present right where people are watching this video. May they be receptive to the voice of your spirit as they watch in Jesus' name, amen. From all of us at MCC, may God bless you as you watch this week's message.
Jim drinking a cup of coffee. In fact, you, you forgot the coffee team. I'm like, oh, I got to have that coffee in the morning. I don't know about you, but it's like one of the things that I look forward to is having a cup of coffee with Folgers in your cup. Can I sing that song? Well, I, I want to take a moment and say <clears throat> thank you to all of these guys that um, – Every week, they are passionate about what they do. And so, um, Lois and uh, Davey leading the worship team, uh, Madison and a host of people with the children's ministry, Joe uh, with the tech team and all the people that are involved there, um, Hank and Kim with all of the people that are involved in the in the hospitality team. It, this, you know, it takes a full on team effort and so thank you thank you can you show them that you appreciate them thank you so much so <clears throat> why are we talking about volunteering sunday why is it that we're doing this today well uh there's a scripture i want to share with you in first corinthians chapter 12 and verse 27 uh it says this and i'm going to get to that in a minute but Let's, you, I can read the scripture. Don't worry about it. And we'll go to that in a minute. First uh, Corinthians 12, 27 says, Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is part of it. That's what the NIV translation says. I want to read it to you in the Passion Translation. It says this. You are the body of the anointed one, and each of you is a unique. Notice that it says each of you is, not has. Okay? Each of you is a unique and vital part of it. We focus on the person, not, you know, God created us as human beings, right? Not human doings. So it's who you are. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And in the message translation, this is very powerful. Oh, it's up there now. It says, you are Christ's body. That is who you are. You must never forget this. Only, here's a key, only as you accept your part of that body does your part mean anything. Now, the, the message translation is not really a translation, it's an interpretation. But I could not have in, a, a stated this verse any better. Only as you accept your part of that body does your part what you do mean anything is because we are all connected. So let me show you statistically where we are as a church. This is, I, I want to I tell you that we are a rare breed, so, so to speak, in so many ways. And so let, let's go to the first slide. 
this is so we have classification in church. You know, you typically uh, would know this classification as members of the church, right? We actually have coined the name engaged members, and I'll explain a little bit later uh, why that is so. But the engaged members breakdown of our church is this. We have 144 total. That is 47 children and 97 adults, right? Uh, and that's the percentages is what they represent. If we can go to the next one. 89 of you out of 97 are involved. That is 91.8%. That's like 92% of engaged members of the church that are involved in participating actively in a function of the ministry. Isn't that incredible? That is rare. You know, we talk about the 80-20, the 20-80 rule, right? That 20% to the 80% of the rest of the, of the church. And it's not the case here. It's like 92% almost of you are actively engaged. Why is that? Why is it so high? It's because we really focus on each other as part of a family. We are a family. And you know, in every family, as much as sometimes children growing up, they absolutely hate doing their chores, but you know what? We all take active responsibility in doing our chores. Can we go to the next one? Attendees, that is the next level, right? So when you come into the church, you're considered a new visitor. So if you're with us, thank you for being with us for the first time. We welcome you. And, uh, you know, statistically, um, church statistics say that you need to attend a church at least six times before you can actually have a good sense of what the church is all about. And so uh, we hope that you'll be back. But here is the attendees breakdown. That is people that have been coming regularly to church. Uh, we have 125 attendees. 86 of them are adults. 39% are children. Of that number, the next slide tells us what the percentage is. We have 40, nearly 42%, 36 of 86 adults that are engaged in the ministry of the church. And so this is, yeah, thank you. This is an area that we certainly, if you are part of that group, we want to encourage everybody. Now, uh, let's go to the next slide because that will give us a holistic picture. This is a total breakdown. We have 269 that are members and attendees. And out of that is 183 are uh, adults and 86 are children. That is ages. Madison mentioned 71 uh, up to the age of 12. It's actually up to the age of 18. We have 86 children. And so if you look at the total breakdown of involvement for our church, we're at 68%. And that is just a fantastic number. <clears throat> that is just a blessing, right? Because it's not 20%. We're not quite at 80%, but, you know, 68% is a very good statistic. That's 125 of 183 adults. Now, there could be children in there that are engaged, and I know that there are some that are actively engaged as well. So that number could actually be a little higher. I think that's the last one that I had in there, right? Thank you. So let me, let me say this. Uh, someone said that nobody wants to be a nobody, and everybody wants to be a somebody. Nobody wants to be a nobody. Do you know? Do you want to be a nobody? Absolutely not. 
but everyone wants to be a somebody. Now, one of the most critical needs of our society, one of those needs that everyone has expressed that they have is what? Sense of belonging, right? We all know it. Belonging is a key component of every individual. We all want to belong to something. We want to belong to somebody. We want to belong to a cause, whatever that might be. That is a critical component for us to say, I want to be involved in something, in serving, being part of a community of believers because there is something behind there. I want to belong to that because I feel that I can contribute. I feel that I can give of myself to a cause or a group or a church in this case where you feel really good about it, right? You don't mind belonging to that. So why is that important? There's a kingdom principle that I want to share. It is this, that we all need to be part of or belong to a church family. We all need to be part. We're all members of something. Now, if you don't use your arm, and I want I want to take you a little bit on a on a ride with me for over the next five minutes or so. But if you don't use your arm for a lengthy duration of time, what's going to happen to that arm is that it's going to atrophy and and the muscles are going to shrink right? Your joints are going to start aching because you're not using it. And eventually you'll look like a tennis player that's got, you know, a massive arm on, on one side and a skinny arm on the other side. Although tennis players don't do that anymore now. I mean, they, they work out the other arm that they don't use as much. But it's, it's one of those things that you need to exercise your muscle of connectivity. Now, um, connecting is a key element of becoming part of any church family for that matter. And how you do that, how do you do that? It's very simple. You become involved. How do you, how do you belong to something? You just get to a place where you say, here I am. I want to belong. So as a church... We don't do membership the traditional way. Uh, we don't have you sign a letter, uh, dip your hand in blood, and just put your fingerprint on that. Uh, swear that you give at least 10% of your income. If not, you're out. Uh, we don't do any of that. We trust that God will work on your hearts to do all of that. And that's why you hear, you know, uh, people say the involvement in kids' ministry could be four weeks, it could be eight weeks. In, in, uh, uh, in the hospitality team, you can serve weekly. Same for the uh, worship team. You can serve, serve bi-weekly, you can serve monthly. It's all up to you. We leave that to you. It's your choice. If you say, I really love this team, I want to get involved, I want to get to know this church, I want to be part of it, well, you can do that. So... Let me uh, give you some reasons why we believe it's important to be engaged. Is that me or is that hot in here today? Oh, it's a little warm. I, I think I need to, like, it's just a little hot. I don't know. It's really warm here. You know, I had two, two T-shirts. I had this one here and I had the, um, the other team that lost. So I thought I would bring the... The real one, the real team, you know, the, the real team. Did you notice that, by the way, last Sunday was like a sea of red? Yeah, 49ers, all the way. Right, Kayla? 
Woo! All right. You know, it is is on here. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2 says, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so that he may run who reads it. And so what we're trying to do here is to make it really plain and clear and simple so that we can all understand. So what are some of the reasons? Number one, we follow our vision. As a church, we are very adamant about following our vision. What's the vision of this church? There it is. It's to be a loving, multicultural community of believers, a lighthouse to those around us, to see hearts healed, families made whole, and all people experiencing transformation through personal encounters with God. Okay? Uh, All of you are charged to memorize the vision by next Sunday, and, it, and every usher, well, I'm just kidding. Um, but you know what? This is what, who we are, and that's what we're passionate about. Uh, we want to be a loving. We want to be multicultural. Uh, we, we love that idea. We love the idea of being a lighthouse to those around us. That means that, you know, we want to share Jesus with everyone. Please, by all means, invite your friends. Invite your family members. Invite your neighbors. Bring them to the church family. You say, is this the only way that people accept Christ? Absolutely not. Church is a means of a community, right? We are a community of believers. We have multiple ways that we break our church down into communities. One of the ways that we break down our church into communities is by ways of the teams that you serve in. So if you're part of the hospitality team, you'll soon see that that is becoming a community. If you are part of the worship team, we gather together occasionally. We worship together, pray together, eat together. We love to eat together and eat some more. You know, food is very important to the worship team. Uh, I mean, uh, there's all of these teams, right, that become part of a community. community. And then we have community groups that, that gather through the week. We have Prime that we're doing right now that breaks down into groups that are like community groups because we break down into conversations. Everything that we do as a church, we attempt intentionally, hear me out, intentionally to break everything down into smaller groups so that you can feel like, wow, I'm not part of this you know, large church, and I don't know who, who are all these people. You know, you look around and you say, I don't know who all these people are. I don't know if I feel comfortable here. But you know what? You, we break it down poignantly and purposefully because we want you to get to know each other, okay? We desire to be a community in that sense. Number two, each one of us can make a difference. First Corinthians uh, uh, 1227, we read it before, I want to quote it again. Only as you accept your part, as that body does your part mean anything. You need to accept your role in the body of Christ. You say, I don't want to be part of the body of Christ. Well, I mean, that's your problem. I, I, I can't help that. If you're a believer, you're automatically part of the body of Christ at large. But you know what? Paul throughout his, his, his travels. He went through cities and places and churches. He stopped into certain places. And so you read it in, in even in Revelation chapter 2, to the, to the angel of the church of, you know, Thyatira, the, to the angel of the church of Ephesus, etc., etc. So there are 
there's such a thing called a local body of believers, right? And again, a community, a family of believers. Uh, we are very strong on that concept. Each one of us can make a difference in someone's life. You can make a difference in somebody's life. And so if you are a leader of a community group, let, let me ask you, who are the leaders of community groups? Put your hand up. Look, look around. Look around. See, all of these people make an incredible impact on the lives of people that attend their community groups. Uh, are they all getting paid for this? No, absolutely not. Their hearts are for people. They want to touch somebody's life. And so I encourage you, be part of a community group. Each one of us can accept that we can all be impactful uh, as we serve and as... Um, a special agent, Agent 86, used to say, uh, or used to hear all the time, will you accept this message, this, this mission? The message will self-destruct in five seconds. You know what I'm talking about? All right, good. Uh, number three, each of us is important to this family. Ministry cannot, and I'm going to say it again, cannot be conducted on the shoulders of just a few paid staff members. It is wrong and it's unbiblical. It's unbiblical. Now you say, how do you know that it's unbiblical? Well, I'm so glad you asked. And I'll read your scripture. It's not up there, so I'm going to read it. And I want you to hear it, not read it. I want you to hear the words. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself, measuring yourselves up by the faith that God has given us. Just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, meaning you and me. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if it is God given, if, if it is, sorry. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership abilities, take the opportunity seriously. If you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. That is Romans chapter 12, verses 3 to 8. It's biblical. And so we can be part of something exciting. And whatever you do, right, is not what we're focused on is who you are. You are a member of the body of Jesus Christ himself, the church, the one that he gave his life for and died for. 
So let's all together honor him. Number four, we should invest in the kingdom. Now, we all do amazing when it comes to investments, right? 401k, Roth IRA, we get together with investors. We try to figure out how to better invest our money for retirement because we want to get to that, you know, age, magic age, whatever that is. For me, it's probably going to be 89, um, that we'll be able to retire and just retire comfortably. My wife is saying, are you crazy? (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, But you know what? We need to invest invest in the kingdom of God. Uh, Because as we invest in the house of God, God will invest and bless our house. Look at this. Psalm 132 verses 3 to 5. It says, "If if I won't go home or crawl into my bed or close my eyelids until I find a home for you, the mighty Lord God of Jacob. This is David speaking. He was so adamant about building a house for God that he said, I will not even crawl into my bed and sleep until I have found a place, have built a place that is suitable for God's presence to be inhabited. You know what? What we do with all of the things that we do, you know, it takes a lot to run a service. I want you to know. There's a lot of moving parts and things and components. And we do it passionately. We do it with heart because we love to bring you into a place where you feel comfortable, that you feel at home, that you feel that you can contribute, and you feel at peace with God. And so it is so important that we invest into the kingdom of God because as we invest in his kingdom, he invests in us. As we focus on God's family, he blesses our family. Finally, we honor your time and we will not burn you out. And that is just so important. This is one of the key values of our church. We're not going to ask you to be involved every single week. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's some people that just love so much being involved that we force them to take a break. We do. We tell them, you know what? You need to be off. You need to sit down. You need to listen to the message. You need to see what's going on. You need to see it from the other side. It's just so important. But can I be honest? If you're involved, don't just use the Sunday of your involvement as the Sunday of your attendance. We all need to be part of the church, right? And when you're sitting there, your presence is vital and important. As you are serving, your presence is vital and important. So all of us, let's remember that what David said in Psalm 132, that God will bless us as we bless him, that God will touch our families as we touch his family. We try to make it as easy as possible. You say, wow, you have 68% of people in your church involved. Why is it that you're asking for more involvement? Because you know what? Does God ever say, I want 68% of your heart? He doesn't, right? He wants all of our heart and all of our devotion. And so the... The invitation that God is giving to each and every one of us is to be part of his family. And that goes to all of us, to all of us. Look, there are many of you that have no reason sometimes. I look at Bill and I look at Jim. Uh, They have been part of kids' ministry. They go there and bless the kids. Jim pulls out his guitar and leads them into worship. I love it. 
Why not? Robert and Angela hold babies. Robert and Kathy, they're out there smiling and ushering and, and welcoming people. Although Robert said, you know, he says, I, I'm, if I'm going to be an usher, he says, I can't promise I'm not going to speak and prophesy over people. I'm like, nah, I like that. Just keep doing it. Um, that is who we are. That's what we do. We love doing what we're doing because we're passionate about people. We're passionate about you. And so we invite you to be part of something that is greater than the part that you play yourself. In a culture that's focused on selfies and me first, serving one another can put an end to selfieism. It can if we choose to do our part. And so we invite you today. So what are we doing right now? I, I, before we, we ask you to, to stand up and pray, I want to I lead us in a prayer. Uh, we're going to have tables outside. Uh, and table for each of the main uh, areas that we, ministries that we talked about, worship and, and arts team and, and the uh, uh, kids ministries, tech, as well as hospitality. There's four tables out there. If you have not yet dedicated yourself to an area, right, do so. Kids ministries is a little bit unique uh, because we want you to attend at least for three months. We're going to do a background check. We do not entrust our children to just anybody, right? Yeah. Uh, we're going to make sure that, that, uh, that you are safe, that our children are kept safe. And so we ask you and invite you to just worship with us for three months for you to get to know us and us to get to know you. But you know what? The, in the end, we need you and you are needed in that ministry. The same thing for the worship ministry. You heard it before. We don't just want somebody to come up here and just be a, you know, a Holy Ghost star, right? That's, that's not, we're not looking for any Holy Ghost stars. We're looking for worshipers. You love that, Robert, didn't you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we are looking for worshipers. We're looking for people that are really passionate about God's presence and his glory. That's what we pray for. That's what we desire. And so if that is an area that you're passionate about, we invite you to just approach one of those tables and just say, hey, you know what? Uh, can you talk to me a little bit about this? I, I want to get involved in some of these areas. And, uh, and that's that. Amen? You happy? Are you blessed? You know what? We are part of a great, blessed church family. And, um, and yeah, it is a hot day today here. <laughs> can we all stand together? Would you do me a favor and put your hand on your heart? I'm just going to lead us in a prayer. Father, I pray that we would become a church family that does not consider things out of the mind, but out of the heart. And so I pray for every heart today. I pray for every individual that uh, is not yet in a place of serving the body, 
maybe some have not yet even given their names to, to, to be part of who we are, and that's okay. God, you know them. And we pray that you meet every person, every individual in this place by your spirit. We ask you, God, that you would be honored with our lives. There's so much to be thankful for. There's so much to be grateful for. We are thankful. We are grateful to you, first and foremost. We are thankful and grateful for your presence. We're thankful and grateful for the many who week after week serve with all their hearts, with passion and desire. And so we pray your blessing over every individual today. May your heart become our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thank you for watching the Sermon of the Week. We pray that you were blessed by it and you felt prompted to act upon what the Spirit of God was saying to you. If you live in the Charlotte area, we would love for you to come and worship with us at one of our weekend gatherings. That way you can find out more about our church family and what we value most. We encourage you also to give to our ministry so that we might continue spreading the gospel of Jesus to our city and throughout the world. To do so, you simply go to missioncommunity.cc, click on the Give button, and the rest is simple. Lastly, I would encourage you to check out the remaining content on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to subscribe. That way you will receive all of the reminders for fresh content that we put out. Have a wonderful rest of your day. May God bless you and thank you again for watching this week's message.